Who is investigating this wreckage? Commentary. The phone rang with a number I'd not seen before. On the other end was a nice woman from the town in which my father was born in Texas. Through friends she got my number. She reads my writings on the Epoch Times and Brownstone. After a bit of talk about this and that, she got to the point, she feels that she is being followed. Before dismissing this, I heard her out. She was early on writing objections to lockdowns and masking on Facebook. Then she vocally opposed the vaccination campaign. She is now convinced that this was the turning point. Someone or something put her on a list. Now she cannot rest well. She cannot shake the nagging feeling that she is being tracked and harassed. As I listened, I wondered, is she another person broken by the chaos of the last several years and hence just imagining things? Perhaps some PTSD from lockdowns, like millions of others. Remarkably, I simply could not completely dismiss her, based on what I heard, rule out that she is correct. After all, many of my friends have been targeted and hounded for their opinions. They have been throttled, blocked, smeared, and censored. We have already enough receipts from the period to know for sure that these were targeted takedowns. The intelligence agencies assisted in putting together lists and distributing them to social media companies with instructions to block, throttle, and cancel. They were critics of the policy. Their unapproved opinions covered a range of topics, lockdowns, masks, school and gym openings, and then vaccines and the mandates thereof. In general, it is extremely clear and unbearably well documented that our overlords assembled lists of voices to silence, and these in turn were reflected in media hit pieces, especially coming from the New York Times, which was then distributed through a network to all the top communications platforms. No question that the hidden hands involved the whole time were associated with the biosecurity state and the intelligence community. We know this from public records. It all seems so crazy like every dystopian novel and movie plot. It is still a shocking thing to consider that this happened to this country, the great beacon of freedom for the world, the country with a federalist system and a constitution to work as a guarantor of rights for all. Something went very wrong in March 2020 at least that's when it became most impactful for average Americans that swept it away and replaced it with something we still do not understand. What frustrates me is the strange public silence on all of this. One might expect that the mainstream media would be all over this to figure out the who, what, where and why. This should include the whole pandemic response and the vaccines and their adverse effects. Instead, we get a game of pretend. The major control centers of mainstream media and the corporate tech class act as if this never happened. They want us to talk about climate change, Ukraine, and transphobia, but we are all too aware that a coup d'etat happened three and a half years ago and that everyone is pretending otherwise. Before you call me a conspiracy theorist, Keep in mind that not one word I've written from above comes from some kind of insider information or rumors. It's all completely verified from public documents that have been posted on the internet for some years. Brownstone and the Epoch Times work daily to obtain and spread information that we have. In particular, if this alarms you, see the very clear writings of Debbie Lehrman among many others. 
The entire subject is in the process of being memory hold in ways I never imagined possible. As I say, the mainstream media dares not touch the subject. The great watchdogs have turned into lapdogs. Every reporter in these venues puts career ahead of truth for understandable reasons. It's true with independent journalists too who need access to feed likes and views. They dare not rock the boat. When they get the chance to grill a person in the know, they too often choke. The machinery of control is still in place on social media. The injunction that stopped the White House from dictating to social media is currently on hold pending a Supreme Court review. But even if that case Missouri v. Biden turns out well, it doesn't touch deeper than the security bureaucracies. The COVID-era controls introduced a new layer of compulsion we've never experienced before. It was not your usual bureaucratic imposition. It came from a realm of control that deals with biosecurity, counterterrorism, and other murky areas of military intelligence. It's for this reason that the pandemic response felt more like martial law than mere health advisory. Consider, for example, the Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency or CISA. Founded only in 2018, a very new institution first headed by a refugee from the National Security Agency, it was CISA itself that gave the whole of the initial advisory in 2020 for all the stay-at-home orders that were imposed around the country. The agency is also the one primarily responsible for the division of the overall American workforce into sharp lines between essential and non-essential. A journalist from Australia asked me a reasonable question recently, why wasn't the Department of Labor involved? My initial response was to laugh at the sheer naivete of the question. And yet it is a good one, why not? The answer is that this was not a normal civilian action. There was something else going on. That this happened at all was a clear sign that something had gone very wrong, even to the point of feeling like martial law. We desperately need research and accountability for this fiasco. But right now, the strategy of the perpetrators seems to be to delay and postpone, stonewall and ignore, pretend like nothing much happened and wait for history to move forward as the disaster fades ever further into memory. Legions of mainstream voices in media and academia are playing along. Tragically, this seems to be working. There are no serious investigations in the Senate that have any power, and the House efforts are being swallowed up by other concerns. Obviously no one in the permanent bureaucracy has any reason to look further. Academia cannot be less interested. The old think tanks have proven toothless. The press and corporate tech are largely captured by pharma, which gained the most from the whole period. Hence, even public documents implicating many people by name are ignored, and the entire record is being scrubbed by the day, as websites take down articles and institutions clean up any evidence of their role. Back to my poor caller today. She is obviously very rattled. I cannot say whether her concerns are real or not. But this much I know, nothing has been in any sense normal since the onset of lockdowns that trampled on every American value, and the courts and mainstream media had essentially nothing to say about it. As a result, millions of people have lost health, economic security, psychological stability, and faith in the system. They assume that the whole of public life has become a cruel racket, 
and they might be correct about that. We desperately need healing at all levels. But it simply cannot happen until we get the truth. The number of people working on that project are far too few.